You are listening to CBS Wire. Once again, international business at Copenhagen Business School were the most coveted study in all of Denmark, therefore only accepting students with a grade point average of 12.2 or higher. An average that allows little to no failure from a group of teenagers surrounded by both day-to-day social life and the infamous record-holding party life of the Danish high schools. So who are these new students from international business? Extraordinarily gifted? Extraordinarily hardworking? Or maybe a bit of both? We met with two new students from international business to find out. Um, the baddest grade, that must have been a seven. Yeah, that's my worst grade. But uh, I just knew I had to do better then. This is Karolina Termansen, 18 years old from Snakersten. Her dad was the CEO of his own pharmaceutical company before retirement. Her mother is a secretary at a law firm. She managed to land the staggering grade point average of 12.2 needed for international business. We caught her for a talk about the long and at many times hard road to her dream study. I've always been uh, been quite happy with you know the student life and uh, having a, a daily r- routine where you learn something new. Uh, so I've never been tired of studying. That's also why I decided to not have a gap year. Um, but I mean, getting a good grade is just a wonderful feeling, and it's just an extra uh, motivation, motivational factor for for doing. Uh, at least as good next time and then when you, when you get a, ba- a bad grade um, it's just uh, you know uh, you know some some kind of uh, shocker to you yeah mm, if you if your friends and family were to describe you mm-hmm. during high school what do you think they would say <laughs> I mean uh, during my first two years <laughs> I I, uh, I think they would describe me as quite a loner and um, quite a nerd then I uh, started having a bit more of a social life uh, in my last and final year of high school. Uh, but I think, I'm pretty sure everyone uh, who knows me would be- describe me as very dedicated and ambitious and also quite competitive. For as long as I can remember, even from first grade, um, I've always you know, had this desire to be the best at what I do. So I've had a, ha- a very hard time if other students were better than me at a certain subject. I've come to, you know, some kind of acceptance uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, um, biology, physics, and that's why I I didn't go that way. Uh, But usually I'm very competitive and I I do my my absolute best. What's uh, then what's it going to be like for you to study at international business where everybody got average grade point at 12.2 or higher and you might not be the best in class? Yeah. Um, I'm actually very happy that it is that way. Uh, I mean, it 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 just means more competition for me, uh, honestly. And um, from from high, it's just a huge step from high school. Uh, everyone is not as dedicated and ambitious ambitious in high school. It's been more of a thing you just have to do. Uh, so um, and and people have different things, uh, different motivational factors. Here, everyone uh, is just extremely talented. And uh, I could feel feel the pressure from day one. Everyone's competitive, and everyone's focusing on student jobs, uh, internships, how to get the good grades, what what to do beside school, how to make your CV look uh, really really good. Earlier, you uh, mentioned that you were quite a loner in high school. Do you feel like your ambition and your hard work and dedication were kind of frowned upon in high school? Um, I could feel the change in the way people react. Uh, back in 
in high school, uh, I could definitely feel the way that some um, some of my fellow students find found me quite annoying. Uh, I think uh, most people know the the kind of student who just sits with uh, with his or her ra- uh, hand raised all the time, uh, constantly trying to get the teacher's attention and you know in order to get the A or the twelfth. Um, and that that's been me all the time. So I think um, people or my fellow students have found me to be a bit annoying. But then uh, during the last year, everyone was you know really interested interested in in paying me quite a lot of money for getting my note. You know because they realize okay this is this is getting serious. Right, not just handing them out. <laughs> I mean, uh, to most, of course, I'm not just uh, <laughs> money hungry in that way. Uh, I, I I've always been helping my my friends, and but you know, you you gotta you gotta show some kind of dedication if you've just been slacking for three years straight. I'm not gonna <laughs> just hand out my my hard work, but uh, I've always been helping my my friends and my fellow students. It's not it's not like I'm just keeping my notes to myself all the time, you know. And and um, and I, I formed uh, this study group in my last year of high school and. And in the beginning, it was, you know, a, a little collection of the nerds of the class. Uh, but in the end, everyone wanted to join the group, and uh, naturally, everyone couldn't. So uh, it was, it, it became, um, became like something special suddenly. Danish high school is is setting infamous records on drinking and partying, <laughs> yeah, and a pretty extreme social life at times. Mm-hmm. Did you participate in all that? Um, that leads me back to uh, to when I described my first two years of high school. Uh, back then, no, I I pretty much never went out. Uh, then in uh, in my last year of high school, I definitely did uh, quite a lot actually. I uh, I got um, introduced to a lot of new people from Copenhagen, and uh, I was suddenly I found myself to be in Copenhagen quite a lot. But uh, I've always prioritized my studies um, above anything else uh, so I would never you know go out and party a lot and drink a lot and and you know ruin the next day unless I I've had prepared for two weeks uh, in advance uh, I know that this uh, study program requires a lot of reading uh, as most study programs do um, but I think it's going to consist of a lot of studying a lot of preparing I'm going to try to find a relevant student job as fast as possible also going to uh, to join uh, certain clubs here at CBS uh, for example the uh, including the international business case competition and also something called the uh, marketing consulting club uh, those kinds of things uh, things so I um, I believe that I believe that I'm going to be busy so um, if I'm just gonna describe you real uh, briefly to the listener you are sitting here with a ponytail um, a blazer and a blue shirt and you're talking about how you need to get a study job as soon as possible you're only 18 years old extremely ambitious are you ever afraid of becoming this like cbs cliche um everyone has their impression of an of a cbs student and i've heard a lot of rumors about ib students in particular i mean we are um, we're a mix of, of of a lot of different kinds of people uh i had prejudi- prejudices as well um And I, I think maybe I I would fit into the uh, you know typical IB student as as people would expect, but but really we are a combination of so many different people. It's just it's never been natural for me to show up in a educational situation or a work related situation wearing sweats and a t shirt. Uh, what do you feel you have uh, given up or sacrificed in order to get the grades needed for international business? 
Um, I mean, unless you're born really, really just talented and you don't have to do that much homework in order to get good grades, um, then you obviously don't have to sacrifice that much. But as mentioned, my first two years were quite lonely um, and it was just me studying at home. So so I was never that really like um, that much part of the class community. Uh, I, I didn't have that many friends in class. That changed when I when I got a little more um, extrovert, extrovert and social. Um, but I, I mean, I've, I've sacrificed a lot of uh, nights, a lot of, uh, you know, long hours uh, in order to get where, where I am today. But today you are exactly where I want to be. Do you have uh, any regrets concerning your high school life? Um, I think uh, during high school, I may have, you know, considered, am I doing the right thing? Is this really what I want? Why am I putting so much more effort into things than my fellow students are? Uh, at least most of my fellow students. Um, but uh, now that I uh, that I got accepted into IB and that I could see that my grade was, was my GPA was high enough, uh, there's no regrets. No, not at all. It was all worth it. At this point, I simply have to ask Caroline one thing. Because in recent years, the term toltalspi, which is a negative term for being a female straight A student, has found its way into the Danish language. I asked Caroline what she thinks of the negative stigma surrounding being a female straight A student. I understand what it's all coming from, and I understand the fact that um, a lot of uh, educations uh, in Denmark require um, a high GPA, and so of course there there is pressure if you if you know what you want to do. Um, but it's also been a bit of a taboo and, as you mentioned, stigma around it. Um, and I think even though there are some girls who who can't, you know, handle the pressure, to say it, it roughly, uh, a lot of us us can. And a lot of us, as I as I did in in my last year of high school, can manage to, to, to get good grades and obtain a social life uh, alongside one another. Uh, so I definitely think it's possible to get the good grades and, you know, enjoy life besides besides that. But I would lie if, if I said that I didn't have stressful situations and I, I didn't have some, some breakdowns at home too, you know, where, where everything was just hard and it was too much and, and I didn't really know what to do and if I was doing the right thing. Um, but, you know, that's life. Uh, it's hard sometimes. And uh, you just got to pull yourself together and pull yourself up. And, and you know, ha- I think the the thing that pulled me through was that I always knew knew what I wanted to do. So, so I had a goal. Many people would say that uh, having breakdowns is not just life, as you call it. How do you differ from these people? Oh, that's a difficult one. Um, I think I've uh, I've never been, been afraid of a challenge and I've never been been, uh, been afraid of of the the difficulties that life have given me uh i've def- definitely also had ups and downs and i think sometimes when you see uh a girl or a boy some kind of student who who it see where it seems like everything's working out for them it's it's really not not always it's it's a facade and there are things going on behind uh, behind the scenes uh so everyone's having a tough time uh but i i don't think i've ever really showed that in high school so i think everyone was you know um under the impression that that I, it was so easy for me to get the 12 and and oh it was because I was a girl obviously or because I was uh, you know friends with the teachers or whatever um but uh but of course mental break <laughs> mental breakdowns is not 
you know a, a part of it should not be part of life but but I mean it's unavoidable if you if you really want you know certain kinds of success during my studies at IB there are definitely co gonna come some breakdowns uh, so I've, I've only just I'm just about to finish my intro program and um, so many different companies have been out talking to us presenting themselves and and we've been presented to so many different opportunities uh, including student organizations what you can do besides uh, studying how to improve your CV and so on so so we have so many opportunities already and and I can feel that my fellow students are already you know stressed out about it um, but I mean we, we're gonna help one another out um, and I think uh, I think it's gonna be some of the best years I've ever had honestly uh, even though it's gonna be harder than than anything I've done before perfect if you um, if you try to envision your own life from now to pension or death uh, what what would it look like to you oh that's a tough question i mean um I, naturally i have you know ambitions for myself and and as i am i've come to realize during my intro program here um a lot of us ibers have you know this ambitions that are alike um we've been uh, been visited by uh, a lot of um big recognized uh, marketing consulting um Uh, you know, manage, manage, management consulting firms uh, such as McKinsey, Bain, uh, BCG. And I, I can feel that a lot of, of the students here uh, are very eager to, you know, um, get an internship there at some point, perhaps um, get a full-time job there. But um, but I think my, my goals right now are to uh, to start IB and to settle in uh, some somewhat and then try to find a student job uh, somewhat relevant for my studies not a lot of empl employers want to hire first uh, first year students so yeah get a student job and join some of the uh, student organizations that CBS has to offer um, and uh, then just see what what life brings and you know seek internships maybe some some sort of summer school uh, trying to get in get into uh, London London School of Economics Harvard uh, summer school something like that you know attempting to do uh, certain things that interest me and would look great on the CV and what on the longer terms when you're done at the IB and when you're getting older Yeah, I've always been uh, a bit interesting, uh, interested in, um, you know, that could be management consulting, for instance, uh, which is why I found uh, McKinsey's Vince, Vis McKinsey, Bain and BCG's visit very uh, appealing. So uh, the dream, of course, for for now, would uh, would definitely be to uh, to get an internship there, perhaps uh, during my third year or something. And perhaps that would end out in a um, in a in a full time uh, employ employment, and you know perhaps you end out uh, in the, like at the private sector afterwards and in, in the industry. Um, but I don't know. And also, IB has the as the only study program on CBS offers the uh, the Globe program. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but you know where you go on exchange for for a year uh, and go to different um, universities. Uh, both in China and the United States, and you know, uh, and there are there are only 18 spots. So naturally, I'm going to apply for that one too. Doing this vision of your uh, future, you never mentioned anything about house or kids or husband or family life. I think, um, and that that can sound, you know, ego egoistic at some point, but but. Um, school and education has always been my first priori priority. So husband and kids and stuff like that—that's not gonna be uh, 
be my first priority. It's definitely going to happen at some point, but uh, for now and for the next five, seven, ten years, maybe it's it's going to be education and and focus on on me evolving as as my personal you know businesswoman or whatever. One of Caroline's new classmates will be 20-year-old Nicole Jørgensen, daughter of a CEO and a lawyer, and another student leaving high school with a grade point average of 12.2. Let's hear her answer when I asked her what she imagined for her future. Well, I'm definitely very career-focused, and some kind of um, leader leader position would probably be something that would yeah fulfill my life. And yeah, I'm definitely yeah I'm definitely very set on on making a career uh, of my own and really I don't know in what area like uh, I know a lot of uh, the other ones from IB want to go into uh, you know for ex- for instance consultancies uh, but I'm not sure what I want to do if I want to be a consultant or but I definitely want to yeah I, I know that I want to be able to be like have a say in things and be a pretty powerful uh, business person in some way or another. It's just funny. I asked uh, Caroline the same question, yeah. and she never mentioned anything about husband or kids oh. and stuff like that <laughs> as well. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, of course, yeah, because we're so, uh, yeah, focused on. <laughs> yeah, I guess again, it's about priorities. Like, of course, I want to have like a husband and maybe kids. I'm not even sure if I want to have kids at this point in time. I guess it's just uh, sounds so overwhelming. Maybe I'll change my mind. I'm open to it, but I think again, it's about prioritizing, but still n- prioritizing, but not uh, in a way that you have to compromise so much that you don't get. Like, there's still more to life. You know, friends and family, as you said, it's still you know important i don't think you can be that happy just by having a good job and then coming home to your lonely apartment and you know not having anybody to share it with so yeah that would definitely still be something i see myself uh, you know having do you think you made any kind of sacrifices during high school to get here i definitely made a lot of sacrifices and maybe looking back i'd say that there's some like areas or like points where in time where I could have like maybe relaxed a little more because it didn't count that much in the end anyways you know right from because for example the a fake you know I right from the first year or first week I was like full-on 100% in the game but then for example in history we ended up like changing a teacher like four times which totally destroyed my <laughs> you know my hard work because then I had to start from zero so I could basically just not have like done that much or not put that much effort into you know being a good friends with the teacher or something like that since we ended up with an a totally different one in the end but yeah definitely less work and now you are very fortunate to have been accepted into international business what if you hadn't mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually I've thought about that a lot and I did apply for a couple of different programs at CBS as well. Like um Almin and uh Intercultural Marcus Communication, I think it was. Um but yeah, I I was kind of like okay, if I get in, I guess it's it's like meant to be or whatever and but if not, I guess maybe it would be too much like the pressure would be too much or the expectations or the program would be too hard. So I was kind of yeah, or maybe I would just like start studying here, apply again next year, something along the lines of that. But I would have been yeah, 
it wouldn't be true if I didn't say that I wouldn't have been like disappointed if I didn't get in. Even though Nicole never felt as a loner in high school, she too knows about the hard work and the sacrifices needed to get into international business. Definitely, I've had my fair share of uh, mental breakdowns. Even during the yeah, 24-hour exam I had in history, I, I had a very hard subject that I didn't didn't uh, want to um, yeah get uh, uh, yeah go uh, to the exam with but yeah I definitely definitely have had a lot of stress I think that's uh, something everybody experiences like everybody who tries to uh, achieve a high good results is uh, exposed to a lot of stress and it does it does affect you a lot and that was also one of my concerns uh, before starting international business I was really worried about how stressed I would be now because I mean like everybody talks about how university is so much harder than high school but I mean like I was struggling during high school I thought that was really hard in the end especially you know with the stress and trying to manage social life but still getting high uh, yeah good grades and so yeah definitely stress I have experienced a lot of stress <laughs> Do you ever consider whether or not it's all worth it? Yeah, of course. I think everybody once in a while steps back and thinks, is it really worth it? I mean, what is life actually about? You know, it's not all about grades. And do these grades actually get me where I want to be later in life? In the end, does it actually come down to like your grades during, I don't know, your high school or during your bachelor? Like, what will that lead to? But then again, I guess... A lot of people, especially maybe on IB, are like me, and we we just want to make sure that it doesn't come to, you know, in the end, us saying, "Ah, oh, if only I had worked a bit harder. If only I'd gotten like hard grades, I would have like ended up with a better job." Okay, if um, if we were to play a game and I forced you to pick an education with a grade point average of uh, six or lower, what would you take? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Well. Uh, maybe something creative. I'm not sure. I've not even. It's so funny. I've not even really looked into a lot of um, programs or educations because I was always so set on um, international business or just like Copenhagen Business School in general. But I don't even know which ones have below six. I'm not sure because I never. Yeah, I never really considered that. I, yeah, because I was always so driven by grades, I didn't even think about the option of like, oh, what what else is there, you know? Both Nicole and Karoline seem like dream students in many ways. Therefore, we talked to Herdi Steinkremstotier, who teaches the new international business students microeconomics. She loves the drive and skill of the new students, but also urges them to find a balance in the hunt for the best grades possible. I think in general, when you're teaching, you feel like you have to motivate the students. But in this case, they are very motivated uh, already when they come in. In some sense, you have the opposite role. You have to uh, sort of be the person who maybe is the first person to give them a grade that's lower than a 12. And <laughs> and uh, you have to sort of explain, um, or not explain, but, uh, but I guess sort of prepare them for that uh, they're not all of them gonna get 12 in everything when they when they start their uh, studies here at CPS. And, and I think that's difficult for some of them. 
Yeah, how have you seen students react when they get their first seven or four? <laughs> I have talked to students who are very disappointed and talked to students who are angry. Mm. You get more complaints than when you teach in other programs. <laughs> and um, you also, in the exam, you get more students who hand in blank, blank exams. So they, I think they would rather want to postpone taking the exam than risk getting a low grade. Um, yeah. And what, what do you explain to them? What do you tell them when they're angry and disappointed by the grade they've gotten? That life is about more than grades. <laughs> But I mean, I think I think these students are all very smart, all very, as you said, they're very motivated, they're very driv- driven. It's just different when you get to a university. I think actually very few of them end up getting a 12 uh, grade point average from, from their studies at CPS, but uh, some of them will hit their wall in microeconomics and other in, in other courses and yeah. I'm pretty sure that by the end of the first year, they have sort of seen that uh, that um, there is more to their studies and there is more to being at a university than um, than getting 12 in every exam. And that being said, I of course want them to do their <laughs> best and and try try to do their best, but you know it should be some kind of balance, right? And. You mentioned they, some some are too driven, too ambitious. What can what do you experience as the backside of that? Um, well, if you are too focused on on your grade and and other aspects of your life suffer, you don't have a social life. You don't meet your family. You don't exercise. You know you don't do the normal things you should uh, also include in your in your life. And then. Um, And then too driven, I guess I also mean when you see students having some kind of anxiety about their performance and and usually that ends up uh, impacting them adversely even it can even have the adverse effect on their on their grades when they get too anxious and too stressed about their about their performance. How common are these instances of stress and anxiety in an average first-year IB class? I don't have any statistics. I just know that I see uh, I see a couple of students every year that that um, seem to be too um, too stressed about about their studies. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I don't have any any statistics. That's completely fine. Many of these students are really used to being the top of their class, if not the best in all cases. How do they re- react when they are no longer top of the class, might just be middle ground students? Uh, I mean, exactly. that's exactly the point. I think that's exactly what, what's difficult for them. But uh, I, I try to talk to them about it in the first class um, to... To remind them that everyone, or almost everyone in the classroom, has uh, a, a grade point average of, of 12. So, um, and in the years I've taught microeconomics to the IBs, I've never had the grade point average being 
12 in the <laughs> in the class so that means that they are not uh, unfortunately uh, all gonna have a 12 in their in their final exam and um, good students uh, you can be a good student and get a seven and get a 10 um, every now and then it's not uh, it's not the end of the world with that advice passed on to all the new international business students, we conclude today's podcast. If there's one thing I have learned about the new international business students, it is that they are both very talented and very hardworking. But there's one more thing that makes them stand out. Their iron heart endurance, both their uttermost strength and sometimes their weakness. You have listened to CBS Wire. <laughs>